You're listening to the Mature and Multiply podcast, a production of the Rosedale Network of Churches. Join me as we connect with everyday people from all spheres of influence who are engaging their communities for Christ. Hey guys, welcome back to another episode of the Mature and Multiply podcast. I'm your host, Caleb Reed. Excited to be with you today. Excited for you guys to kind of try, uh, join in, join into the conversation and um, really excited for our guest today. I always say that. I am really, truly excited that you guys are here, uh, but always excited about our guests that we have on uh, the podcast. And today's guests are um, a group of young people uh, that are connected to Rosedale International and um, we uh, have the Rosedale International interns here, as well as um, the new uh, director of short-term missions. Um, he's young, too. <laughs> young at heart. He's, he's young. He is. So, um, but excited to be, uh, to, to, again, to have you guys join us today. And um, as always, I hope that today's conversation is encouraging. Um, as we were kind of talking just in advance of, of the recording here, uh, this group of people really have a huge impact across the world. Um, they're based out of Columbus. They are um, engaging and uh, interacting with the community there in Columbus where the Rosedale International Center is. But they're also working with uh, groups that come in. They're working with the REACH teams that go out um, across the world. And so this small group of people um, – in numbers really has a huge impact. And so I hope you hear that today and um, just the uh, impact and influence that they're having. And uh, we'll talk a little bit later in this episode about ways that uh, you can get involved with the Rosedale International um, internship program and and how to get involved with that. So uh, to start us off here, we're going to just kind of work our way around, do some introductions and get to know uh, our guests today. My name is Grace Beachy. Uh, I am from Hartville, Ohio. I'm the hospitality intern this year. Uh, normally, that's a two-person position, but I'm doing it. I'm rocking it on my own. So, <laughs> uh, but yeah, it's been a lot of fun. Uh, things that I like to do for fun. I really, really enjoy coffee, so drinking an excessive amount of it. And I've recently taken up crocheting. Still not super great at it, but I'm working on it, and... I enjoy reading as well. Okay, cool. Hey, yeah. wait, wait a second. Yeah. Nope, we got it. We got a little <laughs> time to ask for questions. Okay. Come on, uh, come on. So, like, coffee lover, what's your favorite kind of coffee? I normally like to judge a coffee shop. If I had to pick one drink, I would choose a Cortado or a Cubano. Okay. Which is basically a Cortado. So. Yeah, yeah. Okay. Mm-hmm. All right. I so thought you're, you would have said anything in a glass jar. <laughs> oh. No, I, if it comes in a glass jar, it's just better yeah so do you have a favorite coffee shop in the columbus area i do but i've heard not actually recently i heard a video that was like this isn't a very good coffee shop but i Uh-oh. guess it's okay and i was really sad it's a uh, roosevelt coffee roasters oh yeah yeah that's actually on my list of places to go visit here it's, soon it's one of my favorites yeah mm-hmm. yeah cool awesome great to have you here yeah good to be here Cool. My name is Marcus Peachy, and I am was the community <laughs> outreach coordinator intern um, at the RIC. So basically, what that is is just helping all the programs that come through, meaning Reach and City Challenge, which we'll talk about later, um, getting them involved in the community, um, and also getting the interns connected to different outreaches and staying involved and giving back. Um, another. Okay, let's think. What do I like to do for fun? I love doing lots of things, but. People like to make fun of me because I love Costco. So, come on. Come <laughs> yes. on. I know. Let's go. So, so, I honestly, it's kind of embarrassing, but I could go there multiple times a week and, oh. like, just hang out. You know, walk around. $1.50. Come on. Hot dog and a drink. Come on. Yes. It's just so good. So, I love Costco. I also love traveling and anything related to that. Mm. So, that's kind of me. Um, where I'm from, that's a tough question. But recently, I've been saying I'm from, like, central Ohio. So. Okay. We'll go with that. Yeah. Yeah. Interesting fact. Your parents yes. uh, were our second guests um, on the Mature and Pod. Mo- blah, blah, blah. That one. The Mature <laughs> and Multiply podcast. Yes. So cool. We keep it in the family. Yeah. That's great. That's great. So. 
And I'm Rochelle Otto. I am the administrative assistant intern, and I'm also the prayer coordinator intern. So I, just like Grace, I'm also doing a two-person job this year. Um, I'm from Buffalo, New York, and some things I like to do for fun is I love to play piano, and I also love being outside. So hiking, playing sports, sitting in the sun, reading, pretty much anything as long as I'm outside. I That is a lot of fun for me. Yeah. So um, if I remember right, on a conversation we had several months ago, um, are you the one that your family had a goat hanging <laughs> in your closet? Um, yes, yes, that is us. Dry yes. aging. We were dry. It was sheep, actually. Sheep. Lamb. Okay. A lamb. lamb. But, okay. but yes, that was in our closet. Yeah. Yeah. Hey. It's home, great. Home, homemade, you know? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Did it turn? Was it good? It was pretty. It was salty. A little too salty, but yeah. it was good. Yeah. <laughs> We've lived with her for a long time, you know, since January, and yeah. somehow we just now found out. <laughs> <You guys laughs> like, I'm just like <laughs> mouthing, what? Oh, what on earth is this story? Uh, <laughs> yep, you know, just some lambs hanging in yeah. our closet, trying like for your two months. Closet, mm-hmm. yeah, like with your clothes. I think we might have moved the clothes out. That's <laughs> probably <laughs> smart. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> wow. Well, it started from like a conversation of like. Butchering chickens. chickens. Yes. Yeah, yes. Yeah. And so then it just kind of went to there. I don't know. So, but <laughs> yeah. Hi, my name is Amreed Beachy. I'm also from Hartville, and I am the facilities assistant intern. That's kind of a mouthful. But basically, that just looks like maintenance around the building, maintenance with some of the vehicles. Um, I'm not exactly an expert when it comes to that stuff, so I kind of do my best, kind of do what I can. Um, yeah, as far as what I like to do for fun, um, I grew up with a lot of siblings, so anything competitive I really love, whether that's sports, board games, video games, I kind of just thrive in anything competitive, I guess. Okay. Um, I also am a little bit of a nerd, so love Star Wars. Um, I'm trying to think what else. Anything kind of history, geography. Um, I definitely just love continually learning, so okay, those are definitely a lot of my interests. Yeah. All boys, right? Yeah. No sisters. Me and seven brothers. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. Jared, you didn't know that? I think I knew he had brothers. I didn't know he had that many yeah. brothers. So yeah. So my childhood was a lot of fun most of the time, you know. Oh, that's, yeah, I'm sure. Uh, if you're a Star Wars lover, mm-hmm. you need to go to um, Hollywood Studios in Florida, mm-hmm. Disney. They have, like, Star Wars land. Oh, yeah, it Galaxy's is amazing. Have you been there? I haven't been there, but my family's went to Disney most recently back in 2012. And yeah. Found out the Star Wars land was coming. So. Yes. Oh, dude, you got to get like I kid you not. You walk through this tunnel. Have you been there, Jared? No. I no. Haven't. You walk through this tunnel and like you enter into this new world. It's amazing. Yeah. Trust you. me. My family's had like dozens <laughs> of conversations about needing to go. Uh, there, like, yeah. Well, yeah. hey, boys. I mean, that's a be a hefty entrance fee. <laughs> Slightly expensive. <laughs> Disney's not known for their, their uh, cheapness, unfortunately. Uh, true. 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 So, um, but uh, awesome. So yeah, I'm Jared Chase, uh, the new uh, director of short-term programs, missions. Um, I still live in Plain City, um, but commute to work every single day. Uh, things I love to do, uh, continue to love coaching my kids, uh, athletics, and uh, like Reed, I'm pretty competitive. Uh, that we found out last week on the uh, Ultimate Disc course, or the Ultimate Disc field. Dis- oh, 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 yeah. Ultimate Frisbee. Frisbee. Excuse Frisbee. me. I'm using. Yeah. I'm putting two <laughs> things together, aren't I? I'm putting yes. two different games together. So yeah. yeah, Ultimate Frisbee. Yeah. Yeah. Who won? Not us. Not you guys. <laughs> Not us. <laughs> Not us. We started well. I think we said we were up like seven to one. And okay. So how it went was we were up like <laughs> five. Wait, two. we didn't win. No, no we, we, did did. we did. I thought we won this no, time. We were up 5 2, and then everyone's getting exhausted because we just eaten rice and beans for lunch. We're like, okay, mm. guys, next point wins. And they got to three while we were still at five. But I thought that was a joke. They still won no. technically. Well, well, and to make the story a little bit worse, I think Grace at one point said, uh, hey, that was your first point. Way to go. <laughs> and we lost. <laughs> uh, I, I can only imagine, like, um, so if you have, if, if, uh, if you, if anybody's never that's listening has never been to the Rosedale International Center, why don't somebody like describe your facility for us just quickly? Oh, um, what it's like and and everything. <laughs> yeah. Okay. Honestly, 
I was just thinking about this less than five minutes ago. <laughs> so I'm glad you asked. I honestly, it's amazing. I actually really like the building. Um, we, I, not we, but it was redone. I think it was in 2010. It was an old nursing home. So it's kind of set up. The downstairs is sort of set up like a dorm style um, with bathrooms between each room. How many rooms do we have, Grace? Do you know off the top of your head? I think there's seven in each hallway. Seven in each hall. We got two halls. And then upstairs we have like the nicer suites sort of. Um, we also have big classroom, like the big classroom, several conference rooms. And there's also like the RI offices upstairs. Um, another big part of it is the dining room. We spend a lot of time in there. You know, it's good. And uh, yeah, if anyone has been to the RIC, which I'm sure some people listening have. Yeah. They know the smell. <laughs> like, I think it goes without saying it's a thing. Like people know the RIC smell and people will come back years later and they'll walk in and they're like, oh, it's the smell. It smells like the RIC. I'm like, I know I'm not wrong. So yeah. I was going to ask, am I right? But I know I'm right. So Can anyway. you please describe the RIC smell? Oh. It's like, oh. It's like, nostalgia. It's yeah, like, it's like yeah. warm, but yeah, not like strong. It smells warm, but it's always freezing. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> True. yeah it smells like warm, mm. but yeah. <laughs> <laughs> no. Reads like over here. You guys are just full of it. I don't know what you're talking about. It just kind of smells like old person sometimes. <laughs> <laughs> That's what I was waiting for. I thought I didn't want to say so that. Say old people. Uh, <laughs> Uh, that's that's what I was waiting for somebody to say that because it depends on the room and the season. Yeah, like, yeah. Oh yeah. <laughs> uh, man, the moisture content. That's right. Oh, yeah. wow. And yeah. the amount of young people in the building. Mm. Also. Yeah, it doesn't young yeah. men in the whole building. So summertime yes. city challenge yes. probably yes. has a whole other smell to it. It definitely does. Yeah. Ox at uh, the Axe body spray. Uh, oh. I wish. <laughs> <Yeah>. wish. <laughs> Not really. Uh, mixed with sweat. Yeah. Yep. Oh man. Terrible, terrible, terrible. Um, I was actually like 2010 when RI first acquired the building. Um, the church I was a part of, our small group was down there, like pulling wires out of the ceiling, and it was and it was spooky. Yeah, back then it was kind of a creepy place, but yeah, it was to see the to see the transformation that's taken place and uh, what you guys have down there is is really really cool. So. Um, why don't a couple of you guys tell us, uh, how did you get connected? Um, Grace, maybe we'll start with you again. How did you get connected with RI and like, how did you decide to become an intern? Well, my church is a Rosedale Network church, so we have supported for a long time, mainly the REACH program. Sorry if that made a loud <laughs> noise. Um, but yeah, so I started with going through the REACH program a lot of people in my church have gone through it. So it was just kind of like a, I decided when I was really young. So I was like, that's just the next step. Here we go. And then yeah. like before I had even attended reach, I was like, okay, then after reach, I'm just going to become a hospitality intern. Like that's what I'm going to do. Yeah. And then praise the Lord. They asked <laughs> me, cause that would have been interesting, but that's how I got plugged in. Okay. Cool. Reed, what about you? Like, how did you get connected to Ara or yeah, to Rosedale International? Um, take that step to becoming an in intern. Yeah, it was kind of a similar experience for me. My brother actually did reach back in 2016, I guess it was. So, like, I was aware of it from the time I was pretty young. Um, and then I decided to do it in 2021. I actually went to Phoenix, Arizona, and worked with you, Caleb, obviously, out yeah. in, uh, with Aimright Ministries when you were the director there. So, yeah. um, And then through that, I, was, I got the opportunity to be an intern as well. So and I said yes, and that's kind of how I'm here. Yeah. Yeah, we tried to snag you up before, or I snagged you up, but we see who won. So <laughs> I guess so. There's still openings out there if you want to go after Earth, done. Yeah. So, um, Rochelle, um, my sister Kara went through Reach in 2016 as well, and so and 15, I think it was 15, 16. And I remember visiting her and thinking, oh, man, I want to be an intern when I when I graduate college or uh, high school. And then I graduated, and I wanted to do REACH two years, and I never did. And then uh, I was asked if I would be an intern. I said, of course, and that's how I became an intern. Yeah, awesome. Yeah. Awesome. Marcus? I I really don't know. Like, the internship, I could tell you. Like I got, You just woke up one day, and you were, like, there? I <laughs> Kind of. I mean, <laughs> when I tell you, it's kind of strange. So growing up, I mean, my family would do retreats and stuff at the RIC, um, like, through our church, uh, CNM, shout out. And we, like, 
I don't know. I saw the interns there. I was really little, so I didn't exactly understand what the purpose of them being there was. But I remember thinking, wow, this building's pretty cool because it had a game room. And then I also thought, well, they live here. Like, that's also really cool. So I would love to live here. That was it. Years go by. And then I heard about it uh, through the old person that worked, not the old person, the person that used to work in hospitality there. Uh And she, like, told Phil to get a hold of me, sent me an email, and it was very much what I was looking for for this season. Like, I was ready to stay in the States for a little bit, but still kind of wanted to take a gap year. So it ended up being the perfect, yeah, perfect opportunity for that. Yeah. Cool. Cool, cool. Um, We're going to, we'll get into City Challenge, one of the programs that you guys run and help run in a little bit. But um, my niece was a part of that this year. And, um, like whatever you guys do, whatever you did, like left an impression on her and her life. And like, she has this desire now to be in your shoes someday and be a part. She's a sophomore. Hey, so start working for the future. Start working Building for the future. So start coming to tr- church with us and awesome. <laughs> Let's do it. uh, but anyway, like it was, my brother said that, um, as soon as they got home, like the next day, she would be like, I wonder what the interns are doing. I wonder what's happening here. I wonder what's happening here. So shout out to Ashlyn if you nice. listen to these. I don't know if you do. I think I'm a cool uncle. I don't know. So maybe she listens to me. Maybe she doesn't. But uh, yeah, it just was really cool to for somebody that was only there for three or four days that that had a lasting impression on her. And she continues to have that desire of like, this is something she wants to do. So it's really, really cool. So be careful, everybody. <laughs> Somebody's watching all the time. Yeah. yeah. So, um, well, so you guys have told us a little bit about yourselves, what you do, um, and kind of what your roles are in uh, being an RI intern. But the uh, the year is kind of broke down. Jared, do you want to tell us a little bit about how the years broke down? Do you know enough about that yet? I'm still learning. You're so still I'm, learning. I'm dying to hear uh, <laughs> the seasons. I mean, yeah. I mean, yeah, seasons I've heard. I know the flow of the year. Yeah. I'd love to hear from their perspective. Yeah. Uh, what exactly happens in each season. Yeah. So you guys have like, I wrote these down so I wouldn't forget. You have like your winter, spring season. You have your summer, which is your city challenge season and, and youth groups coming in. Um, and then the end of the year is more geared and focused towards the reach teams coming in DTS and and those kind of things. So why don't you guys kind of break that down? We'll just start at the beginning of the, the year and just kind of walk us through what a year looks like. And if you want to, um, yeah, kind of share what your role is in that season. I will start with uh, winter spring. So that is, since I'm the hospitality person, my, not my busiest season, but a, like one of my most busy seasons um with that comes a lot of hosting whether it's like hosting people for dinner and or hosting people like overnight to stay um so we had a lot of groups come which for me involved making beds making sure everything was clean and prepared um and it was a good time and for as a team though it looked a lot like getting to know each other you know getting used to living each other with each other uh we went on two missions trips which were crazy fun they were so much fun uh really like not streamlined but like made us get to know each other very quickly Mm. I don't remember what it is but um yeah and so we also in May the city not city challengers the reachers come back from outreach so we take them through re-entry and uh help out with that and then get ready for city challenge but I mean, I wish I missed anything, guys. That was really short. We do a lot of outreaches yes. this spring. Yeah. Uh, we each, each of us interns have a personal outreach that we do. And then as a team, we also have a team outreach that we do. So every week, there's one to two places that we all get to go and serve and serve our community together. Awesome. We also took the perspectives course, which was a lot of fun. We have a lot of good memories from that. And it was just like a good time of like getting to know the heart behind what we're doing. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so you guys are, um, again, if you're listening and you don't really know, like RI, the RIC has space to host groups to come in. So if you want to do a leadership retreat or a church retreat or, or whatever, um, they can you can come in and, and you guys cook for people? Yes. Yeah. 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 
We wouldn't. can throw some mac and cheese in a pot <laughs> yeah. and get it going. That's right. Boil some hot dogs. <laughs> yes, we Make wouldn't directly lamb. cook. Some lamb, right? <laughs> <laughs> uh, closet lamb. Oh, you guys better go back and check your closets. <laughs> <laughs> So, so yeah, that's a, and it's, it'd be a really cool space to host yeah, absolutely. Um, your groups because it is, and it's in downtown Columbus yes. and you're really close to all these amazing places where you could go explore and kind of see what Columbus has to offer. So, yeah. yeah. And but, like I said earlier, it has a game room, I mean, <laughs> point, but it's really fun. What's in the game room, Marcus? So many games, ping pong. <laughs> we also have a workout room. So many couches also. Yeah. There's <laughs> like seven couches like in that room. Just like. Testing out the couches. Yeah. There's so many. <laughs> yeah, but when you think about couches, think about youth room couches yeah. and youth yeah. ministries. Yeah. I mean, that's they're funny. great, but they're also <laughs> equally potentially dangerous. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> In the right <laughs> setting, they're the best couch. Uh, yeah. Yeah, yeah. Cool, cool, cool. Um, so winter, spring is kind of, again, geared more towards groups coming in, hosting groups, welcoming the, the REACH teams back. And then you guys kind of transition into summer. And summer is a busy time, right? Oh, yeah. Yeah. Oh, yeah. <laughs> so summer is wild. I mean, in all big letters, but in the best possible way. I think, well, we've all talked about how life-giving it really was to host City Challenge. So a little bit about City Challenge. I don't know if this has been talked about before, but it's really, it's an opportunity for churches to bring their youth groups, do sort of like urban ministry experience for five days with us. Um, they do outreaches. Lots of fun events, sessions as well, um, and really just kind of get to live together in that space um, with us and with other youth groups also. So they connect with other sim people from similar ages from around the country. So it's a really cool experience. Um, they come on a Monday, work with us, do things all week, very busy schedules, and then leave on Friday afternoon. So yeah, there's a lot of things I could say about City Challenge, but for me as the outreach coordinator, that was definitely my busiest time, was getting everything prepared for that because they go out on outreach, let me think, Monday night, Wednesday, and Thursday. So three days out of the week, they go out and we send them into pods, kind of like smaller groups within youth groups, and then they go out and do different outreaches. So I'm trying to think of a couple. This summer, we created a summer camp. I came up with a little curriculum with some dances and a skit and stuff like that so we went and did that in different uh, neighborhoods around the city we also helped out at several food pantries free stores um oh we also did brown bagging which is going around downtown and handing out free uh like sack lunches for the homeless community in in columbus which is really high um and that has actually been something that i'll probably talk more about it later but i've really loved that so getting to see the city challengers take part in that is very eye-opening for a lot of them. I know several of them don't have experience with that before. Um, I know I didn't really before coming here either. So it's very, yeah, we keep getting stories like talking about Ashland and just many other stories that we get hear back from people of just how impactful this week really is. And going into it, I had never gone through the program. I had no idea what to expect, honestly. I, I remember I kept asking people that had done it. I was like, I don't get it. Like I can, you can tell me the schedule over and over and I just don't get it. And it wasn't until we started doing that that I was like, oh, this is addicting. Like, this is so much fun. Um, we were worked to the core. Like, you're tired in every sense of the word. But, like, don't let that scare you at all. Yeah. They're the wrong idea. It is also so life-giving as well. It's yeah. Amazing. Yeah. So, um, like, so you're kind of overseeing, as outreach coordinator, you're kind of overseeing most of that programming or whatever. And you guys have other directors and team members, yeah. but as interns, what else, what are you guys, how are you supporting Marcus during that time? Or how are you supporting, like, what's your supporting role in that season? I can go first. <laughs> He's ready. Yeah. He's ready. Um, so like as the maintenance person, I guess, like oftentimes we'd have service projects on Wednesday and Thursday. So one of the days I'd often stay back and we'd be doing some sort of service project. Um, I think some examples detailing the cars because we use them a lot. So they need just like basic yeah. maintenance and other outdoor activities. Um, one day we just chopped wood for like an hour, which the guys kind of enjoyed. Um, and then the other day, we uh, other day of the week, I would just go with one of the pods on outreach just to kind of be a person who kind of is somewhat familiar with Columbus and kind of just lead the way in some areas. So yeah, 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 good. Uh, to help support Marcus, I would often help him like. I helped him write the skit, would go through, edit that for him, um, helped him come up with the, the dance moves and film those videos for the youth groups to learn. 
and just I did a more like administrative tasks for him to take that off his plate. But I also City Challenge is also where we have our prayer challenge. One one day of the week is specifically the prayer challenge, which okay. is what the prayer intern, which is my position, that's what we plan. And so that's a it's from like twelve to four. Um, we send the groups out into the city and it's like a prayer scavenger hunt. So they have to find us interns who are hidden throughout the city. And along the way, they have a series of relational questions to ask the strangers. Um, and the whole focus is to get them out of their comfort zone and to ask to pray for people. Nice. Um, and they have no phones. They have like they're using an old fashioned map to navigate the city. Um, and that was just really cool to watch them like get more comfortable with praying for strangers, talking to strangers, um, relying on God and not themselves because they have nothing. Yeah. Like they have nothing that they can rely on. So I was also planning a lot of that for during the summer. Nice. We also did a lot of behind the scenes stuff. So we each have a day we're on duty. So like taking care of like making sure everyone's there for like the scheduled stuff and meals and helping uh, Suze if she needs help before the meals and stuff. Dishes. Also, yeah, dishes, Lots being dishes. in charge of oh, yeah. the pods, doing dishes, um, yeah. as well as we would all lead worship mm-hmm. and stuff. So awesome. that was, yeah, just like the stuff that can go under. Yeah, the, yeah. A lot of the behind the scenes stuff. Yeah. And, and um, but I mean, for it to work, everybody's got to jump in, mm-hmm. all hands on deck. And yeah. so I know um, during our time at AimRight, like summer was my favorite time of the year because it was busy and mm-hmm. we didn't have like four what do you guys do city challenges at four or five weeks back to back it's five, five weeks but next next year six, be six. Yeah. oh yeah man we did get Look one week guy. break like so it was like three weeks break and then two weeks so yeah. it wasn't just like five on a row thankfully but yeah you see that face like there's no breaks next year it's like boom really? <laughs> there will still be a break I see those eyes I see those he's like I've been dreaming for this for like 10 years oh man dude you and me both I told my wife um when I said my my goal would be to have four weeks back to back of summer interns and summer programming at Aimright with youth groups and everything. And she, every time I said that, like her, she would just roll her eyes and be like, no, you're crazy. And I'm like, no, it'll be the best time ever. Well, wouldn't you know it? Like I had it all organized and lined up and it happened the summer after we moved. So the director, the is now the director of Aimright who uh, took over my position, got to live out my dream the first summer I was gone. So, anyways, I don't know if he hates me for that or not. <laughs> and if you recall, the last time I was with you, similarly, I was always dreaming about more than one week of work camp. Yeah. In our summertime. So schedule. this is your. And here, I mean, we are going. Yeah. I am jumping into the deep. End. Hey, there we go. So, uh, I don't know how to follow that up. Don't know what to say. <laughs> but uh, everybody around here is like, we're glad we're going to be gone next summer. <laughs> uh, anybody? Second year interns? Mm. <laughs> I don't think that's a thing. No, no. <laughs> oh, we'll we can there. make it a thing. <laughs> <laughs> uh, awesome. Um, so, so we got our winter, spring. We've got our summer uh, city challenge programming, and that takes us into the fall, which is where kind of where you guys are in the middle of now mm-hmm. with the reach teams there, the reach leaders. Like, tell us a little bit about that. Yeah, just for people who aren't familiar with the reach program, it's kind of – so it's like a nine-month program. Um, the first three months, which we are in now, is called DTS, um, Dis- Discipleship Training School. Um, and, and then the six months afterwards will be outreach where they go to their separate locations. Um, but yeah, the DTS we're in right now, um, it's a lot of, um, I don't know, development of the teams themselves. We have teaching sessions every morning, um, which just cover various topics, whether it's talking about some foundational things like Holy Spirit, the gospel, um, discipleship, kind of basic things, I guess, but also obviously very integral and important to our faith as Christians. Um, and then also the teams go on outreach together just to see how they work together and just gain practical experience. We also do other random fun stuff. So we play, Try to think. I feel like in the early weeks we play a lot of spike ball and other games. Um, we're often just hanging out in the evenings. Um, just having good community. Um, it's really cool to just be around lots of, I guess, people who are all intentional about their faiths um, and just, yeah, looking to grow together. That's kind of the vision for the DTS portion. Yeah, awesome. 
Awesome. Um, anybody have anything else to add to the to that to kind of the fall season? It's sort of like it, at first it seems a little strange because you're there with the intern team and that those are the only people living in the facilities. I mean, we have Phil and Lexi, the program facilitators, living also there, living there also. And then it kind of feels like you add a bunch of people to that group. So at first it can seem a little strange, like our space is sort of being filled in. But it was amazing how quickly it really just became like a big family, or just like a bunch of friends just living together and doing life together and learning together in a space, um, in a very intentional space that is set apart for growth and for spiritual development. So I, it's really hard to describe. We honestly talk about this often, about how hard it is to explain this. We were, Reed and I were talking about it just last afternoon, about it, it sounds so strange to someone that doesn't get it, but it is truly a beautiful community if that's that's kind of an overarching word that we use a lot there so yeah 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 well and i mean to be honest it has to be to be that and obviously not everybody in community you have disagreements and you have you know you get frustrated with each other and that's that's normal that's life but but um you have to become a community to to be in this space because um yeah and growing together and relationships with one another and encouraging each other. And, and, um, yeah, so it is one big happy family, one big community, um, that's doing great things. Uh, where, where are the teams going this year? Uh, if you don't mind jumping in. Yeah. Um, so I actually switched over. I am now the team leader for team Zambia. So we have a team going to Zambia. That'd yeah. be me and two other participants. Um, and then we have another team that's going to Thailand. Okay. Um, and that's a team of three young girls that are going to be going there. Um, yeah, that's the two that we have this year. Past years, I know Grace went to Albania. Mm-hmm. I think you said that earlier. Um, I don't know where else we have teams that go. Yeah. Reed was in Phoenix. I know there was Grace. a couple teams out there. And yeah. Laos. Laos. Laos, New Mexico, Nepal. Yeah. yeah. Greece. Yeah. 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 Awesome. All over. Yeah. Cool. Cool. Um, <clears throat> maybe, uh, uh, maybe, uh, a couple of you guys, actually, I think we have time for everybody to share on this one too. Um, maybe just share, like, how have you seen God move, um, during your time at, as an RI intern? And, and this can be personally, uh, as just you individually, have you seen God move in your life? Or how have you seen God move kind of in the work that you guys are doing and the impact that you're having? Reed, you want to start us? Yeah, sure. Um, so there's, I don't know, I feel like I've grown so much this year, which on the outlook of this year, I wasn't entirely expecting, if I'm being honest. I I was kind of looking at this year as kind of being a year to like pour out a lot to serve, and I've gotten the opportunity to do that a lot, which I've been grateful for. I also feel like I've been kind of constantly growing along with that, which has been, yeah, very unexpected, which I've come to really learn that God really likes kind of surprising us with unexpected gifts, which is something I really love about his character. Um, yeah. I think one of the, the big ones is, um, I think, just the idea of, like, learning while also getting to serve. Like, I just kind of talked about that, but, like, it's so cool to get to do both those things. It doesn't have to be one or the other. Um, they can be done simultaneously, which... I've learned to really appreciate this year. Um, and I think another one, which we've already talked about, is just how awesome community is and how important that is. Um, I think a lot of times I struggle to uh, accept some of the absurdities of God's character, whether that's his just crazy love or grace for us. Like, that's hard for me to accept because it's so massive. But when, it's, when I see it through other people, I guess it's easier for me to, like, kind of understand. Like, it's obviously a small glimpse of God's character, but I... I think God's kind of patient with us and shows us a small glimpse so that we can get an idea of the bigger, fuller picture, I guess, if that makes sense. Um, I guess that might be part of the reason why he sent Jesus in human form, like a little bit more easier way for us to view God's character. Um, And just seeing that through community this year has been really healing and helpful for me. Awesome. That's good. Anybody else? Um, I think one of the biggest things that I've seen how God has been moving through this whole year, not, this is not personally, this is something I've observed is the way that he's been showing up through relationships. Um, we've done a lot of service and a lot of work in the community where our, where RI is. 
And it's just been so beautiful to watch how through doing simple things like going to weed someone's garden or going to put down mulch or bringing cookies over, um, just the way that that has been able to break down a lot of barriers. And you, I, we've seen people coming over to our dinners that we serve once a week and just um, neighbors starting to talk to neighbors and being able to share about how God is working in you. Or, and it's just been really cool to see how God uses, I, I think I, I often always thought that in order to do good, I needed to like do something with my hands. And I think one of the biggest lessons I've learned this year is that relationships are just as important, if not more important. People just want to be heard and seen and shown that they are cared for and that people, someone loves them. Mm. So that's been really cool to see how God has been using us, even in ways that we didn't think we were going to make an impact. Um, just a simple conversation you had, just hearing them rem- them bring that up months later and just be like, wow, that actually made a difference. Um, that's been really cool. And then personally, um, it's the idea of self-sacrifice. Um, that life is not about you and that you, by showing love to other people, even if, if that's at the expense of feeling comfortable or getting what you think you want, um, like that's fulfilling to me. Mm. Like I, I get poured into when I pour into other people. And so just the idea of laying it all down at God's feet and saying, you, you take it, you do with it as you will, even if it's scary and hard, just knowing that he's going to work through that better than you could work if you try to hold on to it. Yeah, yeah, that's good. You know, I think... Um, that that relationship thing is so key and we have no idea like the impact that we have on somebody's life if we just simply listen and engage and invest in them um within the last like 48 hours I've gotten two messages from uh two young people from Phoenix and um one of them was like life's just not the same without you here or you know um, just different messages like that. And it's, uh, you know, we spent time, we invested and I was simply there and, you know, there was a sacrifice in that. Um, but like that relationship, those relationships go a long way. Um, and, and we'll never understand the impact that we have, um, on people's lives, uh, because of that, because of taking the time to invest and simply listen, right? Like I know for me, I've, I've had to try to like learn to do a lot better. I like to fix things. So as soon as somebody starts talking, I'm like beginning to play it back in my mind. Like, all right, this is what they're saying. Like, oh, if they would do that, you'd, you'd be done. Like your problem would be solved. Um, but, but trying to, um, guys, once you get married, don't try that with your wife. Um, right, Jared. That's right. right. <laughs> I could tell you how to s- fix this in three easy steps. Um, anyways, but, uh, but uh, yeah, just simply like listening and making, yeah, stop, stop thinking about how you can fix it, but just listen and, you know, making eye contact and showing the person that you're invested in them and, you know, truly want to hear versus like them seeing you listening. But, they can see the wheel spinning in your mind about what, what you're trying to fix for them or something. So it's good. It's really good. I keep talking about city challenge, but I do think that was such a clear example of, I mean, God doesn't always answer prayers fast, but during city challenge, it feels like everything's fast. Even God's answers to prayer. Sometimes it was unreal. Just seeing him move constantly through the different participants and just watching their growth throughout five short days. It was you know, unreal. I know we all shared a lot of stories. Um, and like I mentioned, we keep hearing stories. So just seeing that was super eye-opening. Um, and also just a way that that has, that that kind of shaped me was I lived most of my life in the Columbus area. And realizing this year has totally changed my outlook on Columbus. I've learned to really love the city. I think it's ideal. Anyone that asks, I always tell them it's the ideal city. Um, and I could go into that later, but <laughs> point is I, it's all about living intentionally. I mean, I never really saw Columbus as the mission field that I see it as now, um, through internship. And that goes for all of us. I, even on the drive up here, we were all talking about what we're excited about in the next season after internship. And everyone shared something about 
getting invested in the community where we're going to or helping out, finding outreaches, supporting churches, whatever it is. And that is totally a way that I have seen my life and my relationship with God um, and my perspective changed is just realizing I don't know how long I'll live in Columbus or if I ever will again, but I totally see the need there and I have a new outlook. Like I can't go out onto the streets and just not look for homeless people to help out. Like it just totally changed my whole perspective. So I think that's been a big life changer for me. Yeah. Yeah. So what you're saying, if I'm gathering it, like it doesn't end in December, right? Like when you guys are done, like you're not just done with your internship. Like it's, you're, you're moving on to the next thing. God use me where I'm going next. Yeah. That's good. That's good. I think for me, one of the biggest things I've been learning throughout the year was, uh, just how important sharing testimonies are. Mm. I feel like growing up, I was like, okay, there's like one designated day where everyone shares a testimony and it's like fine. But like just realizing that it's not like a big telling of your whole story, but like where you're at and like where you're going. And uh, we had a night in city challenge Mm. where it was ministry night and we would just meet with the youth groups and split off into guys and girls. And just, we would start by sharing our testimonies and then, open it up for people to share what they're struggling with or, um, yeah, just sharing. And there was just so much freedom found in that. And I feel like it built confidence in me sharing my story and just seeing how it was able to, uh, help people more, feel more comfortable in sharing theirs and, uh, just seeing the freedom they found in sharing what they were going through and like the community that was built through being open and honest. And that was really impactful for me. Yeah. Yeah, and through that night, it was cool. I heard, like, several teens talking about how they felt like they learned to pray during both that night and the week, which is just, like, yeah. I don't know, a few days of City Challenge, teens saying that is, like, incredible to me, like, so encouraging. And yeah. That was another definitely just, like, cool God moment to see that a few different times. Yeah. Yeah. Jared, I know you haven't been on the team terrible long, but, uh, you know, what have, what have you seen? How have you seen God move and work in your time there? I, I think I've been experiencing DTS, uh, the sessions, discipleship training, a lot of the same ways the reachers have. Um, it was kind of I came out of a season of uh, feeling somewhat depleted, um, and just having those reminders of folks coming in and pouring in, uh, and that reminder of not trying to do things on my own strength, out of a scarcity mentality, but more out of an overflowing. Mm. Um, you know, this discipleship, the, the team that you all have and interns, uh, I feel like I have my own little team at the RIC, obviously, but also I've redeveloped uh, a team uh, with my family. Uh, we're doing devotions again every single night. We're checking in. We're reading scripture together for the first time in a long time. Um, just that reminder of, you know, God's always there. God's present. Um, and again, to Grace's point, just the power of story. Uh, I, I can't overemphasize it enough. I love story. I love hearing all of your stories. I love sharing stories. Um, there's few things that help uh, for me. Things come alive than through story. Just make it better. Yeah, awesome. It's good. It's good. Um, yeah, uh, I guess you guys. I mean, if you've been on Reach before, you've been in DTS, and then you come back as an intern, you get to experience that again. Really, right? They put you in the hot seat a second time? I guess so. You know, <laughs> it's it's kind of cool to experience a second time, honestly. Uh, I've always heard stories of the hot seat. So, good things. Good things. I didn't experience it. You I did, was. You were uh, sick that I day? Contemplated. No, I contemplated oh. it. Uh, but yeah. it felt like it, was, it came to a close and I, I missed my opportunity. Yeah. Uh, it's, it's all okay, good. It's okay, Jared. You have next year. Awesome. Cool. Um, well, Moving right along, guys. Um, what's uh? So we, I don't know, kind of Marcus. You kind of alluded to it a little bit of like this next season of life, um, and not not um, not finishing, not not closing the door on this season of life as an intern, and and what you've learned, and and how you've learned to use your giftings, and and what God has called you to. Um, I don't know. Would anybody else want to share, kind of, kind of what you feel this this year has prepared you for, and how you can, you know, step into this next season of life with what you've learned in the past year? 
Yeah, I feel like one big thing that's come out to me is just, I don't know, there are obviously there are a lot of opportunities to serve and work with people through internship. And I've realized I really enjoy just working with people. Um, so as I go home, I'm looking forward to getting involved at church with something people-oriented, not sure what that'll look like yet. Um, and even career-wise, I'm looking at maybe teaching, maybe social work, something along those lines, like through seeing that I really love working with people. Um, yeah, I wasn't expecting to find clarity there, but I did. It just kind of happened, I guess. So awesome. that's one thing that's been a really helpful takeaway. Awesome. That's cool. I think um, a big thing that internship like has prepared me for in the next season is, I mean, internship is all about leadership. And like, going into le- into internship, I w- already was a leader, but I got to experience it in such a different way. And you were, we were pushed and we were challenged over and over and over again to lead, not just ourselves, because we did that all the time, but you were told to lead other people now. Mm-hmm. And it was often doing things that you had never done before or going to places, places you'd never been. And so I think I just have a new confidence in being able to step out into unknowns mm. um, and just knowing that it's going to be okay and I, I can do this. And with that is the newfound relationship with God that I've got from this year. And I think any time that you grow with God, you are better prepared for your next season. And so just having a, a better understanding, a better desire, a better focus on God um, also is just really helpful in the idea of what's coming next and the uncertainty and it's okay, like, you can step out into it and you can trust God in it. Yeah. Yeah. It's good. Well, (laughs) (laughs) I feel like, I don't know. I have been struggling recently of what to do, like what my next step is, but I don't know. I feel like this year is really like I had a foundation built like from growing up as a Christian and from reach, but now it just like feels much more strong and like reinforced. So just going back and I'm on my kids ministry team. So being more involved in that, I guess. And yeah, just like, let me collect my thoughts really quickly. Um, Having more of a heart for like, not only just serving people, like Rochelle said earlier, but like actually forming a connection and being Mm. like, like, yes, I see you. Not only am I serving you, but I'm seeing you. And I like want to be present there for you. Yeah. Yeah. And I guess Marcus for you, like, your uh, last couple of bun- months have taken an un, you know, expected twist and, and turn, and now you're leading a team. Yeah. Um, I don't know. Even I would imagine the internship maybe has even prepared you for that, just to be ready for the unexpected. Yeah. Oh, definitely. I honestly, I'm doing it so backwards, right? Like this mm-hmm. is not the way. I don't know if this is done. Uh, maybe it has been done before, but I, the way I can best describe it is like through internship. It's sort of a slow not slow, it's a, a more extended amount of time. So it's a more in-depth teaching time because it looks so different. It's not like DTS where you wake up every morning, have worship in a session, but it's real practical experiences stretched out through several months. And so I feel like throughout the year, I've been learning things and being able to apply them, like Reed said, at the same time. And the best description is like cans being opened. Like, oh, there's this new understanding of like, a foundational principle that I'm actually grasping now and just over and over and over throughout the year. And now we have all these cans that are opened and I sort of see team leadership as a way of taking that and all mixing it together and actually making something out of it. So taking all that I've learned and putting it into practice, um, that's what, I mean, I'll be going to Zambia for six months and that's what that's going to look like coming back. I mean, it just keeps getting richer and richer. God's so creative Mm. and also kind of silly for like, changing my plans like that but <laughs> it's uh, honestly I'm thrilled I'm yeah. so thrilled because if this year has showed me something it's like you said be ready for the unexpected and just having a willingness to be intentional wherever you're at whether it be I'd have been it'd have been great if I'd stayed in Columbus and kept serving here it's gonna be great serving in Zambia it's gonna be great wherever else he takes us so mm. it's just that intentionality of yeah just being open to whatever God might use me for. yeah that's awesome that's awesome man you guys have encouraged me today and and I know um, that our listeners are going to be encouraged and just um, I don't know like you guys at at this stage of life at at your you know recently like coming out of high school and and just kind of at the stage of life that you guys are um, at and the impact that you're having and 
the way that you're allowing God to use that and um, are open to that continuing, right? Um, I served an internship uh, back in 04, 05 at, at AIM right out in Phoenix. And, and I remember coming home and I, I kind of closed the door to a degree on that chapter and just kind of went, went on about life. And I knew I was going to be involved in the church and knew I was going to be involved in different things, but like, I didn't have this strong burning desire to continue with what I had learned during my internship. Um, and then God kind of, you know, knocked me on the head a couple years later and took me back out there. And then I was like, all right, this is where, this is what life's supposed to be for me and my wife and, and all. So it's been encouraging to hear you guys, like, at, I say at such a young age. What's that mean, Jared? Like, I mean, you guys are. More than you know. Yeah, I know. Um, but, like, for, for you guys at the stage of life that you're in, to hear the way you guys are just taking on this call that God has put on your life is really, really encouraging. And, I mean, the reality is is there's other young people out there that, they probably sense the same calling that you guys have or don't, or um, maybe they, they sense it, but they don't know what to do with it. Um, man, like this is the place, right, Jared? Like uh, RI is a place to come and learn um, and, and kind of explore and experience what God has for you in your life. And I remember when we got a, a reach team back in 2000. 18 and 19 that 18 19 year like after I worked with my first reach team out at at aim right I was like anytime I I will I will accept an RI uh a reach participant anytime because of what they go through and what you go through and um actually I I joked earlier about wanting uh Reed to be an intern out there but I was like even better yet is if he goes to RI and is an intern there for a year and then comes because I know <laughs> like, and, and the way our, our ministry was modeled was we just kind of threw you in the deep end and we said we were going to train you, but you didn't always get the training that you needed. We just, it was all along the way. Um, that's what I love about RI. The internship is that you've got this year long of, yeah, you get thrown into things, Right. But, like, there's this intentional training that you're a part of. And um, so everybody that I've met that has come out of that program, I mean, I would hire them, I think, most of them, on the spot. Um, but read on my second guess. <laughs> yeah, <fair laughs> if, if I ever see your application come across <laughs> the, the desk for a, a church planner, then I might. No, I'm just joking. Um, but uh, anyway, so it's just encouraging to hear and see um, and even today, just to kind of gain a better understanding of what you guys do and, and what you're a part of and the impact that you're having. And so, um, yeah, I don't know. And kind of segue us into you, Jared, like there, there's an opportunity. Um, but there's also a need, uh, for young people to join your team and to, to participate in what's happening in Columbus. And so why don't you tell us a little bit about I don't know what it looks like to kind of take that next step and, and what you guys are looking for in this next season um, for, for this program. Yeah, I think uh, as you asked that question, one thing that I don't think that we actually identified clearly was, so our, our window is January, end of January, early February through December. That's what the internship commitment is. Um, and yes, there are all kinds of openings currently. I think we have one confirmed intern for 2024. Um, our goal is seven. Um, okay. but obviously we can do it, uh, with four or five or six. Um, I've often joked with the staff, the team, um, uh, what, why not shoot for 10 or 12 or 14? Mm -hmm. Uh, the more the merrier, the more discipleship and, and refinement we get to do together, the better off we are. Um, so Yeah. Uh, if, to get in touch with us, uh, you can go to the RI website or you can send us emails. Uh, it's uh, So I'll list, I'll, I'll share with you three names that could help you get into a better understanding of what internship is. Um, myself um, and then Lexi and Phil, who are our program facilitators. They're on site. They live on site. They pour into these uh, young people all the time, every day, 
day and night um, and do a great job at it. So our email addresses would be our first names, either Jared, J-A-R-E-D, Lexi, L-E-X-I, and Phil, uh, P-H-I-L, at org. Okay. Yeah. As I was saying, I'm like, oh, no, what am I going to do? Yes. So uh, send us an email if you're interested or if you just want more information. Um, Kara uh, Otto, Rochelle's sister, or Hannah Miller could also uh, share endless amounts of information as it relates to internship. Um, uh, another shameless plug, reach. If you feel like you want to go and go DTS and go that route, we are open to any and all people who feel mm-hmm. like God stirring in their international experience or their international desires. So, yeah, uh, come one, come all, whether it be internships, city challenge, reach. Uh, if you're looking for a job, eh, you know, whatever, <laughs> give us an email. We'll, we'll see if we can connect you with the right people. Yeah. Yeah. Something else that I, I feel like we kind of like blew over a little too quick. Oh, yeah. Is the, the STP staff. So being those people that Jared just mentioned, it is so what we do, we do a lot, and it's tiring, and it's new for all of us. That's the point. You're growing. You're learning. If you're listening and you're thinking, well, I don't know how to do those things. None of us did when we started. I mean, at, at all. So it's totally just by practice and by the support of SDP. It's unreal. Like Phil and Lexi, like you said, are there all the time, and they pour into us out of their whole hearts. You really get to know them super well. They get to know us. Um, they become family to you. Like yeah. STP. They're in the offices, but I visit every morning. We all have good relationships with them. And so just know that if you're nervous about stepping into it, you have more than enough support. Like, yeah, definitely. It is not, you're just not jumping into it on your own at all. Right, right. Yeah. Maybe, uh, what does STP stand for? Oh, yeah. STP is the swanky fun way of saying short terms programs, which is everyone that Jerry just mentioned. Yeah. 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 Okay. Awesome. Um, Are there like... What are some of the age requirements? There are age requirements. Can you be a like? Could a married couple call you tomorrow and say, "Hey, we want to be interns"? I don't think we'd shut the door on anybody. <laughs> uh, I think <laughs> I think it might require some creativity and conversation and dialogue and discernment about yeah. what exactly it could look like. Um, but no, I don't think they're. I think completed high school. Um, Gosh, you put me on the spot. I, I don't did. know the exact question, answer to that question. Uh, right. So send us some information. Yeah. yeah. So for Reach, it's uh, if you've graduated high school up to 30. So 18. Yes, yes. 18, 18 by 18. October 1st. By October 1st. By October 1st. Okay. To 30. I don't know for internship, though. Yeah. Internship is, I think, roughly the same. Yeah. 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 Also 18 graduated. I think we can go past 30 but they typically tend to not go too yeah. much more yeah. than that. I yeah. think there is actually a 31-year-old contemplating internship oh, okay. as oh, we speak. No. So No way. Okay. It's, it happens. Hey, 30 is the new 20. <laughs> does that make 41 the new 21? <laughs> sure does. <Yeah>. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> I was certainly wishing it last week when we were playing Ultimate Frisbee. <laughs> Let me tell you. Oh, man. That's great. Um, so, yeah, like, I mean, yeah. Thank you guys for being with us today and for for being a part of this conversation. And And I hope, uh, for those that are listening, I hope, one, we hope that you walk walk away and are encouraged. And um, one takeaway I know that I have from our conversation today is that um, you might step into something and feel uh, unqualified or not equipped. But if we trust in God, he's going to equip us to do what he's called us to do. So I hope you heard that today. Um, I hope you heard the impact that this small group of people is having um, here locally in the Columbus area um, and beyond, and just the the lives that are being impacted because of their um, obedience to God's call. And then there's a need. Um, there's a, a need in front of us for people to join this team and for people to step into um, the, these positions of, of leadership and serving and ministry, uh, because this team here that we're talking to today, you guys have a month and a half left. Yeah. A little bit of a little bit more than a month, month left. And, um, and so as they transition out, uh, the need for new people to transition in to carry this, um, ministry on and forward is, is critical. And, 
and the things that they've started, the things that they are part of, uh, need to carry on. And so if you're listening today, I know we have a lot of young adults that listen. Um, if you or uh, if somebody in your network, if somebody in your community would be a great fit for this internship, uh, why, reach out. Reach out to Jared. Reach out to uh, uh, the leaders there for the short-term programs and inquire. Instagram, Facebook. Are oh, you guys too young for Facebook? Kind of. Kind of, yeah. It's like <laughs> um, but uh, we will we'll put all the details, how to get a hold of everybody, uh, we'll put links in the description. So if you're listening to this, just go into the description and find uh, those links, and we'll link everybody. But um, as always, thanks for joining us today. We hope you enjoyed this. Uh, don't forget to leave us a review, five stars only. That's all we accept. Um, if you try to hit three, it'll just deny the request. <laughs> <laughs> I shouldn't say stuff like that. Um, but thanks for joining us today. To you guys that are here, Thank you for what you do and um, just the heart that you guys have to serve the community and serve those around you. So uh, hope you all have a great day and we will talk to you next time. See you later. We hope you've been inspired to take action in your own neighborhood, city, and church community. If you like what you've heard, please subscribe and leave us a review. Follow us on Instagram at Rosedale underscore network and on Facebook at Rosedale Network of Churches. Don't forget to share this with your friends and family. Thanks for listening.